Welcome to Highly Sensitive, Happily Married, the podcast that teaches you to not only have an easier marriage as a sensitive woman, but to have one that feels more amazing by the day, where you'll hear relatable stories, love advice that works, and coaching on how to have a marriage where feeling upset and disconnected is a thing of the past, and where instead, a sense of loving connection and even fun and lightness is the norm. I'm Hannah Brooks, highly sensitive person, love expert, and marriage coach, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Hello, hello, my friends, and happy, happy new year to you. I really wish for you a truly happy new year, and if it hasn't been so happy over these last few weeks or months or even years, I want to help change that for you. I know the holidays especially can be sometimes challenging and not all we hope they are. But again, I want to shift that for you from this moment forward. Let's make it so much better. So today I have such a gem of an episode for you and a really special announcement that you don't want to miss to start your new year off in the best way and make the whole year so much better. Not just the whole year, the whole rest of your life (laughs) so much better. But I want to start with a empowering reminder today. And that is that your experience of your marriage can be improved so much by doing your own work even if your husband doesn't change. I know this can be hard to believe, (laughs) but I have seen it so many times, it just is a fact. Uh, And the fun thing is, in addition, (laughs) when you do the work on yourself and how you relate to your partner, and how you relate to yourself and the marriage, over time, your partner will start to relate to you in a way that you like so much better. But we can't start with that. We can't just be like, oh, he needs to relate to me better. You have to start on what you have direct control over, which is your experience of him and of yourself. And moving from a painful experience of him and yourself in your relationship to a much more positive, loving, peaceful, and even joyful experience of him and of yourself. Now, one of the most painful things that I see highly sensitive women do, so many highly sensitive women do in their relationship, is taking things personally. And this is one of those places where you have so much agency, so much uh, say over how how personally you take things and how much pain uh, you feel. So I want you to just imagine, like, if you know you take things personally or even if you don't or if you're not sure that that's something you kind of tend towards I want you to just I want to illustrate what that might look like so you can know do I take things personally or not so I want you to just envision these scenarios imagine you just got your hair cut and your partner says when he first sees it I liked it better before Or you're on the phone with like the plumber or something, right? Because you have, say, like a leak in your pipe. And your husband happens to be overhearing the conversation. And after you get off, he says, you should have explained the problem differently. Or you made a nice breakfast for him on the weekend, right? And halfway through the meal, he he mutters, these pancakes are too dry. 
or you're sitting on the couch after a full day and you're sharing from your heart about a hard thing that happened in your day and how it impacted you. And your partner's kind of absentmindedly going, uh-huh, yep, uh-huh. Or he's maybe even like reading a text that just came in. Yeah? Like if you imagine in any of these scenarios, that feeling of like, ouch, that feels kind of like a punch in your gut. Yeah? That hurt feelings feeling, or maybe even you feel tears or anger come, right? That is a sign that you take things personally. Like if any of these scenarios made you feel like, ouch, yeah? That's taking things personally. Especially, and, and, and sometimes we can take it to the point where it's like, you feel like, you know, he does something like this and you feel like he doesn't care. You feel unloved. You feel rejected. You feel invisible. You feel alone. You feel like you don't matter. What I also see happen a lot is like, what that sort of makes matters worse is you feel a little silly for feeling so hurt about such a little, like, little thing, yeah? Like, you feel, like, silly that such a kind of smallish thing would get you so upset. That you're kind of what feels like maybe, maybe making a mountain out of a molehill. And then what can happen, what I see a lot with sensitive women, is that then we start saying to ourselves, like, being born sensitive is a curse, right? And I'm never going to, like, I'm always going to feel this way. I'm always going to feel hurt like this. Like, I'm never going to overcome this sensitivity. Life's always going to be hard like this for me. And or you probably, like, if these sorts of things have happened and you take things personally, you probably think your partner, when he says or does these things, is is kind of a jerk <laughs> who needs to be more sensitive in his interactions with you. And so now you not only feel hurt, but you feel ashamed and also angry. Yeah. So if any of this feels familiar to you, it's really common for us as sensitive women. I know so many sensitive people, like I've talked to so many sensitive people uh, who like when their partner doesn't give them a verbal appreciation, when they do something nice or helpful, or when their partner isn't being affectionate or like is, is like openly enthusiastic about spending time with them, they feel all of this. They feel hurt. Yeah. And I really get it. I used to feel the exact same way with these sorts of things. And I know again, so many women going through the same thing who it, who kind of spiral into this hurt, this shame, this anger, this loneliness space, right? From these little things, like triggered by these little things that their partner does or doesn't do, right? Sometimes it's that he's not doing something, right? He's not being affectionate. He's not being enthusiastic, right? He's not listening to your important words, right? So I get it. And I really can affirm that taking things personally like this really costs us big in our intimate relationships. But also, when we take things personally, it really costs us in other realms too. 
like our friendships, like in our uh, mentor relationships, like with teachers. I remember taking something personally from one teacher and like it really put a barrier for me being able to learn from her what I really knew I could learn from her, but I was too hurt. Yeah. And, And it can cost us in our careers for sure, too. So I know that it is definitely true that many partners don't always act with kindness or consideration, right? That's not actually within, fully within our control, how they act, right? But what is within our control is, is how personally we take that, right? And when we take it personally, the hurt that we feel can really show, Right? And it, it, for us as sensitive people, what I see a lot is it can often show up in how quiet we suddenly get, right? When we get those hurt feelings, a lot of us get real quiet and withdrawn, or we might get slightly defensive, right? React defensively or, or very defensively, right? Or we might just have those big, like outright tears, like tears, right? So it'd be interesting to hear, like, for you to pause for a minute and just think about how do you react? Like, how do you show up? when you feel hurt or when you take things personally. What I see over and over uh, with my clients is that as we hold on to that hurt, as we kind of have repetitive experiences of that hurt and we hold on to it, it really takes a toll in our relationship and on our emotional well-being in general. Right, so if you take things personally often in your relationship, it's likely to build up some deep resentment and disappointment in your partner, in your relationship. And it can really lead to defensive interactions with your partner, escalating arguments, withdrawal from your side, and maybe ultimately from his side, and criticism from both sides. Yeah, which really only results in more and more disconnection between you. Not a setup for a great relationship. So I've run multiple mini courses on how to stop this so you can feel more love and ease and connection. And I've worked with hundreds of women and heard hundreds of stories of such kinds of hurt feelings and pain when there actually didn't need to be any where there could have been a completely different experience, like one an experience of like no biggie or compassion or peacefulness or humor or love and connection and intimacy instead of all that hurt. Yes, this is completely possible. And I want you to have that instead of the hurt that runs so rampant for so many highly sensitive people. So today we're going to dive into three keys to help you take things so much less personally and even replace that hurt that happens with love and connection. But this is just part of what you need to stop taking things personally. And I want you to have the rest. So I have made a course to get it to you. The whole kit and caboodle of how you as a sensitive person can stop taking things so personally and really feel a bunch more love and connection in your relationship. You're going to get all of that when you get my new course, the Stop Taking It So Personally course, seven steps to feel less hurt and more love every day of your life as a sensitive woman. So before you do anything else right now, go learn more and get access. It's an on-demand course so you can learn and grow at your own pace and revisit any of the lessons at any time. I won't give you all the details right now, but there is so much good stuff in this course. So learn more and sign up by going to the direct link 
It's www.lifeisworthloving.com forward slash, that's just a slash by the way, stop taking it so personally. Or just go to the link in the show notes. I'll put it there. You can also find it if you just head over to my website. It should There should be a pop-up there or easy place to find uh, to sign up for this. So again, my website's www.lifeisworthloving.com. And if you took the challenge version of this course in the past, don't hesitate to get this course. It's updated, revised, and will really help you implement and integrate much more deeply than the challenge. During this course, we're going to take what you learn here today and make it come alive in your marriage, really, and give you the fuller picture so you no longer let things lead to hurt and feeling you know, hard feelings and, and disconnection in your marriage. You're going to get the best ways to create real change, right? Instead of just hearing about it on a podcast or reading about how to stop taking it so personally. You're going to actually stop taking things so personally by really applying step by basic step the things you need to to really stop the totally unnecessary pain of taking things personally. And we're going to have fun doing it too. It's not going to take up a lot of your time. Each of the primary seven lessons are 15 minutes or less long. People who took it in the past are saying it helped them avoid arguments. It's helped them have the best conversations they've ever had with their spouse. It's helped there actually be more love and compassion between them and their partner. Many people say that this is a life-changing course. One person specifically shared that it has literally changed my life. I've gained more love, more ease, more freedom than I've ever experienced before, worth much more than the investment. I highly, highly recommend this course. So that was a direct quote from a past participant. So don't wait. The link to sign up again is, is in the show notes or just over at my website. Let's get you feeling better forever in your marriage. Okay, we can proceed with diving into the three steps I'm going to give you today to stop taking it so personally, things so personally. And remember, we go a lot deeper in the course. We break it down in the course so you really get it in your bones. But I really want to give you a little bit here today just to start the process. Uh, So before I give you the three steps, I do want to give you a little bit more background from my own life and my clients' lives. Um, And like a bit on why I know that what I'm teaching you here is game-changing for your relationship and your life. So as a child growing up with a highly sensitive mother, I often noticed this interesting thing at the dinner table specifically. My stepfather would come home sometimes kind of grumpy and just not always very kind, and he'd make these little comments specifically notice this at the dinner table, right? So I have strong memories of this. And I just would watch over and over again my mom getting hurt, like feeling this sting. And I could tell, you know, we know this stuff as kids and as sensitive people, right? You can really see it. She would like get these little looks on her face. She'd get real quiet. Sometimes she'd sort of snap at him. And it just was like, yuck, right? I could feel it. And But what's so interesting is that over the years, what I noticed is his comments didn't stop. But my mom was less and less bothered by them. They kind of would just slide off her her back, right? Like slide off of her like water off a duck's back. 
And as she got better at this, what I witnessed in their relationship was that their whole relationship got better. They seemed to have a lot more laughter, a lot more fun, a lot more ease together in general. And, you know, it's been 40 years since then, and they have a really sweet, happy marriage together. It's like pleasant and lovely to be around them together. (laughs) Now, up until not that long ago, seven, eight years ago, I also found myself getting easily hurt by things my husband did. Or for me, it was very often things he did not do. (laughs) So for example, it stung when my husband seemed to not really be listening when I was talking. Uh, When we'd go on walks and the scenery seemed to captivate him way more than my words. Uh, Or when he forgot to do the thing I asked him to. Or when he interrupted me when I was speaking. One thing that used to feel especially hurtful back then, before I learned how to stop taking things so personally, was, I've probably told you this story before, but my husband, actually both of my husbands, so my first husband was mostly the really painful one for me. He would fall asleep like start to fall asleep when I was sharing vulnerably some of my deep feelings I was having about our relationship. That can still happen with my current husband. But back then, I felt so hurt by his falling asleep. Like he didn't really care about me. Can you relate in any way to any of this? So eventually, I realized that this taking things personally was really rough on our relationship. And not only did it feel really bad to me, but I also noticed I didn't act how I wanted to when I was feeling that way, right? When I felt hurt, I would often retaliate with like giving him the cold shoulder or some kind of criticism. Like the specific one that I remember like really saying was talking to you is like talking to a stone wall. Yeah. So obviously this behavior from my end because I was feeling these hurt feelings, just led to more distance, more discord, more unhappiness between my husband and I. Yeah. So way back before seven or eight years ago, but I, I, at one point when I started to realize that this was not like this, these hurt feelings were not working. (laughs) Uh, I remembered my mom and how she had shifted that for my, for herself. And so I, I asked her about it. And what she shared with me really opened the door for me to stop taking things personally and really going on this journey to figure out how not to and developing this, what I think of as like a whole arsenal of tricks to help me be someone who hardly ever takes things personally anymore, right? I don't, I don't think of myself as too sensitive in that way anymore. And people don't refer to me that way anymore. And this has been such a blessing in my marriage and in my career, right? It's been, it's allowed me to feel so much more confident, so much more calmness and to react so much less and to love my husband so much more easily, right? And to feel loved by him more deeply than ever before, even if he spaces out when I'm talking or falls asleep when I'm talking or even makes a snarky comment. So, This is really possible for you. And when you stop taking things personally, you will have so much less hurt and pain just during your day-to-day life. And it will also make it so you can respond to your husband in a way that actually increases understanding and connection in your partnership instead of diminishing it. It will allow you to 
use that superpower of your sensitivity, the beauty of who you really are, to sensitively mend rifts or iron out kinks between you, right? And actually lead the relationship back to a supportive one that's full of the medicinal, loving intimacy and security and lightness that you and your partner both want. And it will really make your marriage into the most nourishing zone in your life as you learn to do this. So do you want to hear the first three keys? (laughs) Let's dive in. And again, before I dive in, let's remember I'm giving you three today. I'm not going quite as in-depth as we will in the course. There's a a few more. There's seven keys that we're going to go into. And actually, we're going to go into them in more depth in the course, of course. All right. Key number one for today. Know your goodness. I could also say believe in yourself or know yourself as the awesome human that you are. When we know that, other people's words aren't going to hurt us. Other people's actions are not going to cause us so much pain. Other people's words or actions or inactions cause us a lot of pain only when we think it means something about who we are. That is actually the essence of taking things personally. When someone says or does something, we think it means something bad about who we are. So if we don't keep our own good opinion of ourselves at the forefront, we're going to take things personally. And to put this in a different way, the the hurt that we feel when we take things personally is actually comes from, it actually comes from believing other people's negative judgments of us or taking their actions or lack of actions to mean something bad about us. But that's not a, we don't do that when we feel and know ourselves as really great good people yeah so another in other words if we don't feel great about ourselves whenever anyone else isn't caring or kind we're gonna more easily take that to indicate something bad about us but when we can hold this clear knowledge of our own awesomeness our own goodness we're gonna have a much easier time separating other people's confused opinion or thoughts about you, about us, from who we really are, right? And then it's going to be like, you know, I said my mom let it roll off her her back like water off a duck's back. It's going to be like that for you too. So make sure your opinion of yourself is a healthy one. Now, some of you might be like, well, but I, I already have a really great opinion of myself and I still feel hurt when he does X, Y, Z. Time and time again, with the hundreds of women that I've worked with, what we discover, even though she may think, my, my women may think that they feel good about themselves, there's something maybe deeper, more subconscious, some part of them that isn't, that isn't thinking well of themselves, that is turning his words or his actions into meaning something bad about her. So in the next tip, you're going to hear a little bit more about this. Um, but for now, I just want to explain a little bit about why that's the case, that as sensitive women in, in particular, we can have this sort of, whether it's uh, we're aware of it or it's kind of deeper, more subconscious for us, we can have this, uh, it can be hard for us to really feel great about ourselves uh, because we have been misunderstood, like most highly sensitive women that I know have had an experience in their lives uh, or a lot of experiences in their lives where we were treated a bit like something's 
a little wrong with us, a little off with us. Like, again, like if we're told we're too sensitive, we're, many of you have been told that in various ways, maybe not just those exact words, but uh, that's been um, an experience, an impression we've had. Uh, other people have thought that about us. And as, as little people, as younger people, it can leave us believing that something's a little wrong with us. And with lower self-esteem than non-highly sensitive people, right? And that's going to set us up to make it easy to feel hurt when someone says or does something that could indicate disapproval of you or a lack of care about you. In simpler terms, most likely as a highly sensitive person, you've been conditioned to not think so highly of yourself on some level. But the good news is you can change that. As a highly sensitive person, you have so much to feel so good about yourself for. And obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast, you like all along, you'll know that I talk about that all the time. I point out all the ways you are so amazing. So you really can have a great opinion about yourself that will really make it so you aren't hurt by your partner nearly as easily, especially when you uh, combine this key with the other ones I'm going to give you in the course and today too. But for now, I want the takeaway from this is it's really what worth your energy and time to actively, purposefully choose to focus on what you like and even love about yourself. So I invite you to spend some time really asking yourself and, and taking inventory of what do you know about the goodness of who you really are? Take stock of that. And we're gonna we're gonna move the needle on this and help you feel really good about yourself deeper and deeper into your bones in the course. And this will truly prevent and ease so much of the pain of taking things personally. All right, let's move on to key number two. I call this think about your own thinking. Our own thinking is actually the biggest culprit of taking things personally as highly sensitive people. And and if you think about the last tip that I just gave you, it's relevant there too. It's the same thing. If you're thinking badly of yourself and other people says something uh, that confirms that to you, right, that's going to really hurt. So I love that. I think this is such great news that it's our own thinking that leads to the sting and the hurt of taking things personally. And this is, it's really great news because it means we can shift our thinking, right? It means that we can change it to eliminate so much of the pain and hurt feelings. Because did you know, if you've been listening to my podcast, I know you know, your thinking is not set in stone. You can 100% change that however you want to. And that is truly the best news ever because it changes everything when you do that on purpose. So Let's talk a little bit about that thinking, our thinking as highly sensitive women that's kind of like already there and default, like our default brain (laughs) and how that leads to pain. So as highly sensitive people, one thing that's beautiful about us is that we tend to be really conscientious, attentive, and kind of like attuned to those people we care about. And what can happen, one of the things that can happen unconsciously is that we can expect the same of other people, specifically our partner, right? And if it turns out that he isn't as attuned and caring as we are, we, our brains, our our thinking can go in the direction of like, that it means that we aren't as important to them as they are to us, or that we aren't loved, or that we aren't good enough, that we've done something wrong, or we are wrong, right? So you see all that, That's that's thinking, that's our thinking, our thoughts. And I really, I 
so many HSP women that I know have told me that when their husband says something like, you know, in like a tone, what, you can't give me five minutes to get to X, Y, Z, their brain, their thinking goes to, oh no, I've done something wrong. I suck. This is a very common leap our sensitive brains make. Obviously, this relates very much to that last tip, right? But just notice, when your brain goes there, this is a negative misinterpretation. And it's a very common one for highly sensitive brains. And it's this negative interpretation of, there's, this is one of many, right? But negative interpretations like this are where the pain of hurt feelings is really coming from. So more on why our thinking goes in this direction, why our brain tends to go into these, these places, is that for survival reasons, the human brain is wired by default to see and hear things negatively. So we unconsciously focus on flaws, on what's wrong or what's missing in ourselves, in others, in the world, right? Just in general. So you've heard me talk about this before. If you've been listening a bunch, like this is just called the negativity bias of the brain. And for highly sensitive people, this is pretty strong in us. And it, it leads to the tendency for us to take things more negatively or critically than they are meant and interpret things in a much more negative way than the reality of the situation calls for. You've also heard me call this like the lizard brain, right? Just goes to the negative. So just understanding that this is the natural tendency of the brain can be so helpful. You can use this knowledge to observe your brain when it tends to put a negative spin on things, right? When it tends to interpret things in a more negative light than is called for. Um, And you can decide to stop drinking that Kool-Aid, as one of my clients put it. She's like, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid anymore, right? The bad Kool-Aid, right? And it's really important to understand that just because your brain thinks what it thinks doesn't make it true. Did you hear that? Just because your brain thinks what it thinks does not make it true. Just because you have a negative interpretation that goes through your brain doesn't mean that a negative that negative interpretation is, is true at all, is a fact, is what actually happened, is what actually is going on. So I want you to notice how in that comment that I used as an example a minute ago, where uh, like, what, you can't even wait five minutes, right? And the, the thought is, I've done something wrong, I suck, right? That's a negative interpretation. Instead of interpreting it that way, you could easily interpret that comment as like, oh, my husband's having a hard day or he's feeling pressured. Yeah? Which is actually way closer to the truth than I suck. I don't believe the negative interpretations of my brain nearly as much as I used to. The brain will offer them sometimes, right? Because that's what a brain oftentimes does. Although less and less, my brain offers me these things uh, because I've learned to be so in charge of how my brain works, right? And sees reality. But so nowadays, like when I'm sharing from my heart to my husband and he starts falling asleep, (laughs) I no longer interpret it to mean he doesn't care about me. Or I'm not loved. Or I'm not lovable, right? I see it for what it is. He's tired after a full day of working to support our family. You see how different that is? It's night and day. No more hurt 
feeling supported instead. That's my experience. So different. So when you feel that familiar sting of hurt feelings, I invite you to step back and notice what your negatively biased brain is interpreting that thing your partner said or did to mean. Where is your brain going? What is it making it mean? And then get curious about what actually might be going on that's closer to the truth. This is so huge, you guys. Now, I know you might really get this right now, and but there's also a lot of nuances to this, and so we're going to dive more deeply into this in the course, so make sure you are there. We'll also get a chance to really look at, you know, your unique brain's interpretations, the specific things your husband does, and what, what you know, how, what that leads to for you, and how you can shift that, and how you can think about it in a way that is much more connecting and much less painful. And that leads me into step three or key three, uh, which is one of those ways you can think about it in a much less painful, much more connecting way. Even when, even when there's those moments when he might say, your partner might say something uh, harsh about who you are, right? Or, or, or actually outright criticize you or does when he does something truly mean or negligent. So if and when that happens, or anytime you feel the, the, that feeling of hurt feelings, right? When you know you're taking things personally, you feel that ouch. I want you to see it as his inner disconnection or confusion about you. And I want to I say more about what I mean by that, of course. So I want you to remember right now that your partner just like you do, has a flaw-seeking brain, has a negativity bias in his brain. So he also sees in a negative way by default. And some people have this more than others, right? So just because he might be having a negative thought about you, it doesn't make it true, his thought about you. It doesn't even mean he believes it, for real. A quick example of this is, is one of my clients uh, really takes things personally or has ha- naturally had the tendency to take it personally when her husband made these funny faces that he tends to do. <laughs> and, you know, she'd look at his face and be like, oh, he thinks I'm an idiot when he made this face. And when she said that to him one time, he was like, oh, no, no, I don't think you're an idiot. And we talked about how, like, it's possible that he had a thought for a minute along those lines of like, oh, that's an idiotic thing to say. Like she said something and he made that face, right? But deep down, he does not think she's an idiot. He loves and adores her. So he might have had this fleeting thought of her being an idiot, but that actually isn't the truth of how he really feels. It's his brain feeding him thoughts, right? That led to him having that, making that face and then her seeing that and then taking that really personally, right? So what's important to remember is that what's really happening for your partner is that he is having a moment of having a thought, a moment of having some thoughts that are confusing or uh, some negatively negative thoughts from his lizard brain. And really, another way to put this is he can't see beyond his flaw brain, his flaw seeking brain at the moment. Or I could put it like this. What he's saying isn't a fact. It isn't even the truth or even his truth. It's just his thought or the way that uh, their life experiences or the way they're, what I think of as their filter in their brain and his brain is interpreting or seeing things just in the moment. 
And sometimes that, those, that filter, that way that he's interpreting the world leads to his own inner turmoil and his own distress and his confusion. The truth is that when someone sees bad in you or treats you poorly, I want you to really hear this. It's always a symptom of their own inner turmoil or confusion. Yeah? It's a sign, actually, this is really interesting, that they're trying to feel better. That they're trying to shift that discomfort that they feel from that inner turmoil or confusion, uh, which we can call, they're trying to get their emotional needs met, but they're doing it in a very unskillful way, right? Like unloading on you is just an unskillful way of him trying to reduce his own inner distress, which is coming from how he's interpreting the world around him, things that are happening, etc. It means zero about you or even his love for you. Obviously, this is not a great strategy <laughs> to feel better, but at its heart, it is not coming from malice or a lack of love. It's just coming from total unskillfulness or like really not knowing how to have agency over his own emotions, not knowing how to handle effectively his own emotions and, and meet his emotional needs, meaning like feel okay inside himself, right? Not being skillful at managing his own thinking and his own feelings. Because he hasn't been taught, because that is not something that our society helps us learn, especially for men. So you don't have to let his inner turmoil I keep wanting to say like termites, his inner termites (laughs) or his confusion control how you feel. So I want to give you one thing that's like much more simple than all of this, but I really wanted to get to help help you start to understand this um, and then boil it down into this one little sentence that I think will help you. It's helped a lot of my clients. It helped me so much. And it was what my mom said at first when I asked her, like, what's been your trick to not take those dinner table comments so personally? She said to me, I remember that it's just his stuff. So that's what I want you to remember. You know, if if he does something, if he says something, if you originally start to feel, if you start to feel those feelings, hurt feelings, I want you to tell yourself, it's just his stuff. It's not about you. It's not about me, right? He is, in fact, hurting in some way because of his stuff. His past, his way of thinking, the stories his brain is telling him, the negative ways he's seeing reality, the way he's interpreting things in his life. If you can remember this truth, you might even feel compassion for your partner instead of hurt. And I guarantee you that feels so much better. I will take that any day over the sting of hurt feelings and the the results that come from that, right? Because it's from compassion that we're best able to effectively advocate and, for, and, and really create more caring interactions that go in both directions, to our partner and from our partner. So in the Stop Taking It So Personally course, you're gonna get a much better understanding of what's going on for your partner that would lead to his less than loving ways and really different ways to think about his words and actions or inactions, right? And how you can actually use those moments, those times when he's unskillful, uh, to bring more love into your 
relationship instead of more division. So if thinking about his thinking in these ways isn't really clicking yet, get the course because we're going to go into, we're going to get more strategies that are really going to help you do all of this. So my clients who learn to no longer use their partner's words and action against themselves and instead can see that, you know, his harsher words or those moments of aloofness or that appear to be lack of care really have everything to do with the ways in which he is hurting or wounded or confused or unskillful. Because again, he hasn't been taught how to handle his own human emotions well, right? These women, my clients, no longer, right, when they get this, they no longer walk around feeling the weight of those hurt feelings and that pain and that stewing resentment, right? And instead, they feel calm. They feel compassion. They feel empathy, like genuinely. And they feel closeness and intimacy. Like that's the predominant experience, right? They feel a love that doesn't hinge on anyone in the marriage being superhuman, right? Like they can love the very real human their partner is and and they themselves are in the marriage with the flaws and all, with the less than perfect behavior, right? And this makes their love the most all-encompassing, the deepest and the most strong, sustainable love possible. So this is huge work powerful work such important work for having a marriage you feel so good in now of course once again this is not the three keys that i've given you today this is not all there is to shifting this habit of taking things personally right like what about that part when you are feeling that sting of hurt feelings in a big way how do you soothe yourself when you can't really think about your own thinking or his thinking, right? Because you're just feeling too much in the moment, right? And what about preventing it from happening at all in the first place? And what about like the unique hurts that you have in your specific relationship that I haven't addressed here? We're going to cover all of that in the Stop Taking It So Personally course. So go get access. Again, you can do so by going to the direct link in the show notes or head over to lifeisworthloving.com slash stop taking it so personally. And if you're not quite yet ready to get more of my hands-on deep support, implement the tips I've shared today. Apply what I've shared today. And when you know you're ready for some more help, absolutely get this course. All right, my friends, may you feel so much less hurt and pain in your marriage and so much more love and joy and connection and ease. That's my true wish for you. Be oh so well.